What is the greatest awakening that we can have to recognize more of who and what we are? Welcome to the Awaken, Inspire, Transform podcast. My name is Jafon Seeley. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Today, we want to have a conversation around this idea of awakening. As always, this podcast is all about helping us wake up to the uniqueness of who we are, remain in that state of inspiration, and transform into our highest and best. I hope that you have been doing that over the past few days, and I hope that you continue to do that going forward in the weeks ahead. It's my hope that you're able to grasp some insights and some inspirational ideas that can help you do just that from today's podcast. So this idea of awakening, what is the greatest awakening that we can have that will assist us on our journey of life? Well, I think to share that I would have to obviously express what I feel was the greatest awakening that occurred in my experience. It was a while back, a few years back, and I was one of those individuals who would tend to look out into the world with a a tainted perspective. There's a beautiful analogy that if you have a scratch on your glasses, everywhere you look, there will be that scratch. Similar to if you have a dirty window, Everything that you look at outside of that window will also appear to be dirty. If you're unwilling to actually clean your lens that you are choosing to view the world with or view the world through, everything will reflect what is on that lens, if that makes some sense. So I was the type of person who would try to be positive. Well, I don't even know if I would try. I would just be at the mercy. I was like a ship that was in the middle of the ocean. And whatever happened to come my way, whether it was happiness, whether it was joy, whether it was sadness, whether it was anger, whether it was frustration, whatever winds blew into my life or whatever the current decided to take me, that's where I would go. I don't know if you've ever been there before, but it's almost as if your moods fluctuate day to day based upon the interactions that you have with the people and the environments around you. So you are very much at the control or mercy of the things that are happening outside of yourself. And I was carrying myself with this energy and it was okay because everything in our life was, was, is meant to be at the time that it is and it's great when we begin to wake up to something that is a little bit better, something that is a little bit more expansive. And for me, the way that this awakening came about was beginning to dive into the topic of this idea of consciousness. Like, what is consciousness? You see, I would always try to study. I would always try to seek. I would always try to look within books, religious texts, reading certain, you know, philosophers and trying to find this this secret elixir that would help me in my life so I wasn't so much at the mercy of the world around me. And unfortunately, I didn't find anything that actually made made much sense. Of course, there would be hints of wisdom or hints of inspiration or some quotes or some scriptures that would really ring true to my mind and my body and my heart, but it didn't produce this lasting type of change. And when I stumbled upon this idea of consciousness, I began to ask myself, what is the power that is within me that enables my consciousness to exist? So for you, When you think of that, what is the part of you that is deep within you that empowers your thoughts to simply be? What is the part of you that enables your conscious mind to have a thinking experience? 
Another way of putting this, what is it like when you think about your thinking? Are those thoughts just random bolts of lightning that pop into your mind? Or are those thoughts something that are generated deep within yourself and then you are choosing to empower those thoughts as they surface within your consciousness? And this particular idea of consciousness was was really profound because I started recognizing that that which I was feeding my mind was ultimately that which was unfolding into my experience. So how could I ever expect frustration, anger, sadness to go away if I was continuously fueling these thoughts within my conscious mind? It's almost as if I was leaving those doors wide open for those same experiences to to enter back in. It's very profound when we recognize the power that we have. And so as I started to embrace this idea of consciousness, my natural next step was then to begin meditating. Even though I could only find maybe like two seconds of silence in my mind when I would sit down for like five or ten minutes because my mind was always going. It's like even when I wasn't thinking there was something else to be thinking about, if that makes sense. And then I started to ask myself, well, where do these thoughts come from? And is there a place that I can get to where my mind can still be thinking, but I am not even attached or recognizing the thoughts that are flowing through my consciousness? Am I able to almost find a space within my heart where I'm like anchored and grounded in that peace, even if my mind is like a river that is flowing with different thoughts? And the short answer to that is, of course, I was able to do that. Not in a snap of a finger, not in one or two days of meditation, but many, many months of meditation. I began to ultimately recognize this spring of peace that was always within reach, even when my thoughts would never cease. That was a a pretty good rhyme, I gotta say. And so I embraced this idea and I continued with it. And so I started to recognize that my spirit... The essence that was dwelling within me, the part of me that was enabling enabling me to wake up each and every day, the part of me that was empowering my my body to even think thoughts, that was breathing my breath and enabling my heart to beat, that part in itself was that which was empowering my consciousness. So my spirit and my mind were connected even when I thought that they were totally disconnected or when I didn't even recognize that that there was one or the other, if I was just like in this blur, in this habitual forward movement where I didn't even know where I was going or what direction I was moving. I was just waking up because it's a day to wake up and I did this because I'm supposed to do this. But as I started recognizing this idea of consciousness and meditating and tapping into this idea of the spirit, and I'm not trying to persuade anybody to believe one thing or another. I'm just talking about the part of you that provides you with life. The part of you that woke you up today that is enabling the sun to shine and the earth to spin, the trees to grow, seeds to sprout, rivers to flow, oceans to come and go with the tide. As we recognize this essence of life, it is that that then gives us the power to think and through this thinking machine that is the consciousness or the mind we then are directing this vessel of our body towards whatever direction we so desire. The spirit, the mind, and the body. And this was the awakening that I had that transformed everything. That made me begin to ask the question, am I actually using my time in a way that feels as if it's in alignment with my highest and best? 
Am I even aware of how I am choosing to spend my time? When you think about this in your life, are you aware of how you are choosing to spend your time? Do you enjoy the things that you are spending your time on? Do you have a practice that has allowed you to connect to the part of you that wakes you up each and every day? The part of you that has been enabling your heart to beat since your first breath on this earth. The part of you that is enabling your cells to divide and your atoms to thrive. Have you spent time connecting with that part of you? And if not, then why not? And if you have, have you begun to recognize how that essence that is dwelling within you enables you to think the thoughts that you think on a day-to-day basis? And because you are the thinker of your experience, you are not at the mercy of those thoughts, but you are that which empowers those thoughts, which means you have a choice as to what thought you will spend your time focused on. Have you crafted or created a small little space in your day to reflect upon these ideas? That you are the one that is moving, empowering your body to move forward. Of course, you are guided by the essence within you, the thoughts that are flowing through you, but you are the one that is committing to your actions and choices on a day-to-day basis. You are the one that is assisting in co-creating your experience. This is one of the most profound points of awareness and awakening that it seems we as human beings can reach. Suddenly we realize the amount of accountability and responsibility we have for everything in our experience. So what can you begin to do to help fuel your transformation? What can you begin to do today to begin to recognize this beautiful power that is dwelling within you that you are using as you move from thing to thing, from moment to moment, from experience to experience? If you don't know where to start, what I would encourage you to do is just to carve out a little bit of time each day in stillness, in meditation, in reflection in mindful awareness and just try to connect to the part of you that is enabling you to be here today because that part of you holds all the keys it has the answers it connects you with the infinite for it is life itself from that state of awareness great things can continue to open if you are willing to keep your mind focused on that type of internal awareness That is the message that I wanted to share today. Because it's something that's always been on my mind. Sometimes I wonder, I'm like, how come we don't all get together and have conversations that that can actually transform an entire culture? Why don't we have conversations about this? Not about something that somebody said that we should believe. But why don't we try to have this experiential basis of What may make sense in our lives as we are assisting in assembling our reality? Where of course we can pray, of course we can go to gatherings, of course we can do a variety of things, but none of those activities mitigate or dismiss the amount of responsibility that we have as to what is going on within our minds and our hearts and our spirits and our beings. It's very much in alignment with the past episode around racism and sexism. It's like we all have a role that we are playing. This culture is is an interesting one. And we all contribute to it. 
And many of us have just simply learned how to fit in because we've, we haven't taken the time to stand out and be who we are here to be. So let this be a mode of inspiration for you to carve out a little bit of time in your life to do just that. Connect to the spirit. Embrace, be grateful for the mind. And love the body as you are moving forward, assisting in assembling your life. Before we close today's episode, if you have any questions, any insights, any discussion points that you would like to share, please go to jafonseely.com. If you're looking for a minute of mindfulness, you can type that in as well to YouTube every week. Share a few minutes of mindfulness for people just to think about. And if you like this podcast, please remember to subscribe, leave a rating and a review. That would be very much appreciated. Until our paths cross again, may you have an incredible day. Thank you for tuning in. Many blessings. Peace. Ooh, hey, hey. Round some